0: You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question. This comes from our friend. She asks, how do you reconcile judging right from wrong without being judgmental? How do you speak the truth in love without condoning what is so biblically wrong? She goes on to say, I feel like a bad witness for Christ because I am looked down upon by those in and outside the church. If my position is judged the moment someone meets me, how am I going to be that example for who I truly am in Christ and in Him alone? Why does my flesh need approval and acceptance by others in the
1: church? A lot going on in this question, a couple of uh, things that are a bit unknown for me to tease out. So without being too specific, I I came up with a series of observations. Okay, so we'll, we'll approach it this way. Maybe yeah. this way. Number one, when you deal with unbelievers, just you have to be careful and loving and patient, even when it doesn't make any sense. The hardest thing, especially if let's say we've been Christians a while, is uh, we know the arguments, we know the answers, but you know, I can honestly say, in all the years that I've tried to share Christ with people, I've never argued anyone to salvation. Yeah, and subset of that would be arguing is not going to win them over to, let's say, not just my position, but the Bible's position on things. So they have to want to learn, and I can't control anybody else's response to things. So trying to read this question carefully and not too much between the lines, but I think number one, you just have to be loving, patient, and caring, and not worry about the outcome because you can't control it.
0: Yeah. And uh, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but my approach with non-believers is always like, there's no reason for me to even have a conversation about moral code with you. Like, yeah. we can talk about how we're all sinners, but I don't need to be trying to help you change sin and modify behavior until you know Christ. And so it's, you know, completely shifting. Like, it doesn't matter if you're sleeping with your boyfriend, if you're in a gay lifestyle, if you're doing XYZ. If you don't know Christ, and none of that stuff's going to change anyway. And it's not my job to convict them of that. It's the Holy Spirit's, and they don't have the Holy Spirit yet.
1: Right. And we have to know how to speak truth and the gospel and even address sin. But if this scenario, it sounds like they're in a bit of a conflict, so it's not going to go well. But your your observation uh, segues nicely to my second point here is understand judgment, like any number of terms, has been changed and really vilified in our culture. Mm. You're judging me. I mean, how often have we heard that? So let me take a step back. Every time When I was a parent with young children, I corrected my children. I was judging them. Okay. Yeah. When I explain right from wrong, I'm judging. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to use judgment the way our current culture uses it, you have to develop some courage and use it kindly. I just read abolition of man by C.S. Lewis. It's a short read. It's only about 45 pages long. That doesn't mean it's easy, but it's a, it's a short read and he, calls the moral code or the moral law the Tao. Mm -hmm. It's spelled Mm T-A-O or Tao, the Tao or Tao. And he reviews a bunch of cultures in the end of the book that have a Tao. And the easiest one I can uh, remember and illustrate is if you're in line and someone cuts in line, it just makes you angry. Yeah. I was sitting on the highway the other day, inching my way over to get on the freeway, and some person comes barreling around me I and know. cuts in. And I was so kind and Christian and said, come on over. Well, Never mind. Like, all of us been waiting wow, for 25 you must minutes. Wow, you must have yeah. some really you must important place to, important be to be. More important than me. Right, you, yeah. 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 Mm, no, that's not what I thought at all. <laughs> I had other things I won't repeat. So how do I respond when that happens? Well, that proves there is, in fact, a moral code. That proves there is, in fact, he calls it a tau. It's kind of a strange term by today. But people understand right from wrong. The question is, how do you get there? I used to use the illustration. If I'm driving with my seatbelt on, my children in car seats, I'm, a, I'm obeying the speed limit, and a DUI comes across a barricade, hits my car, kills my wife and children, I was doing nothing wrong. The other person was, and I paid the price and a penalty for that person. So... We have to be just common sense. There is right from wrong, and there is a way to discuss it. Now, you may be called judgmental. I may be called judgmental. But that goes back to my first point about being kind and loving and careful. Third, speaking the truth in love is overlooked by too many Christians. That doesn't mean I'm the Holy Spirit in anyone's life. But if I have a friendship with somebody and vice versa, if he's got a friendship with me and he doesn't come to me and speak the truth in love, then that's bad on both of us. I mean, how many times have I told this story about my friend Dave Gibson, who says, Michael, I don't know if you need a dope slap mm-hmm. or encouragement. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your mom says things to me that are not kind, but they're truthful, <laughs> and I need to hear them.
0: Sorry, you and Tyler can have a
1: well, I can't, support group for support group. I can't other. say it the other way because, <laughs> you know, if I say it to her, that's all i I think it says... Husbands, don't ever say anything bad about your wife. For anyway, sure. Yeah, for sure. Some variant. But anyway, my point simply being, are you doing it in love? Fourth, and I've kind of intimated, being mad or angry doesn't help anything. Yeah. You're not going to argue them. Uh, uh, yeah, you can say, well, Jesus had a righteous anger when he overturned the tables. Two questions. Are you Jesus? Secondly, are you overturning tables? Probably not. So be careful when you elevate your anger or righteous position and do something rash and say something rash, five, everybody likes approval. I appreciate your honesty in the question. On the one hand, I need encouragement. Uh, on the other hand, it ain't about me. It ain't about me. And, uh, there's a very small group of people now at this chapter of my life who I pay any attention to their approval. Because I've lived long enough to know I can't please everybody. I've I've lived long enough to be unjustly. Things said about me that were wrong. Rumors spread that were just lies. I can't do anything about that. I think part of getting older, one of the cool parts is you just don't care. Yeah. You just don't care. But I need that group who will speak the truth to me. I can't just abandon myself to my own ways. But you have to guard. This life isn't about just you, just me. Uh, and then last the only person I can change is me. Yep. Uh, my goal is to be Christ-like and how I treat other people like Christ. I often ask myself, am I any more like Jesus than I was a year ago? I asked that question from the pulpit many times. Uh, and if you're not, there's a problem. We're not growing. So to back up, and again, I, don't, I hope I haven't overread the question, but I just think you know, when this person made the comment, my position as judge at the moment I meet somebody, how am I going to be example? And that's just, that's too much extrapolation. Don't worry about that. Just yeah. stop.
0: God's yeah. going to use you. He wants yeah. to use yeah. you.
1: And and walk away. There's nothing wrong about walking away, especially if it's a person that you're not, you know, your husband, your wife, your children. It's just a relational context. You know, I, I don't need to have this argument or conversation right now because it's probably not going to go anywhere good.
0: If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694 or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easton in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.